Welcome to NCFM Today, a podcast about family medicine in the Old North State. This edition features an interview with Dr. David A. Reinhardt, a family physician in Belmont and the current president of the North Carolina Academy of Family Physicians. I'm your host, Greg Griggs. Dr. Reinhardt, welcome to our July podcast. Thank you. First of all, can you tell our listeners a little bit about your background and, and how you became a family physician? Yeah, Greg, I've, uh, I've been a family physician now. I think this is my 35th year, a proud family physician. Uh, I, uh, I went to the University of Virginia undergraduate and uh, medical school as well. Spent eight years there as a cavalier. Then I came to North Carolina and haven't left. I've enjoyed my wonderful stay in North Carolina since then. I did my residency in Charlotte at uh, Charlotte Memorial Hospital back then. And then after that, I uh, moved just a little bit west to Belmont, which is uh, just west of Charlotte. Joined a couple of other uh, residents who had uh, started before me a couple of years. And uh, I've been there ever since in this same practice in Belmont. We were an independent practice, very busy, did hospital work for a lot of years. And in the last uh, dozen years or so, we've joined up with our hospital system as part of their medical group, uh, Caramont Health in uh, Gaston County. And so that's my background in family medicine. If, if I remember, there is this one little hidden secret about where you were actually born. Yes, I was I was born up north in New Jersey, of all places. Uh, and uh, found my way south and haven't gone back up there. I do still have some family up there. And I actually grew up in actually a rural little town, if you can believe that. People don't believe that. But back in those days, uh, we, it was kind of a rural spot. So uh, not, not in the middle of the city. Uh, but yes, I'm from New Jersey. Thanks for bringing that up. <laughs> uh, I've got to bring a little levity to it. And, uh, you know, we are very glad you got to the South and have stayed here and uh, have taken a leadership role in, in medicine here in North Carolina. Thank you. So, you know, uh, we are living in uh, unique times, to say the least, uh, as we've uh, been going through this pandemic and uh, uh, dealing with COVID-19. You know, what's it like being a family physician and, and serving your patients uh, during a pandemic? Yeah, you know, you, you hear the words unprecedented and challenging, and, and they are, I mean, they're overused now, but they, they are. It is. It's unbelievably unprecedented. Certainly nobody has uh, gone through this alive today. Um, we've had to be flexible, haven't we? I mean, the I've been really proud to see uh, the the response of, of our of our family docs through that throughout the state throughout the country how we've tried to figure this out how we've tried to manage this incredible change where we went to seeing all of a sudden seeing no one in the office basically or very few they're just the most urgent and then uh, ramping up telehealth within a matter of days uh, the huge challenge huge switch of all what we what we did and then how we're going to sort out, you know, over time with this whole thing. Um, it's been incredibly challenging. We've had to keep, you know, try to figure out how to keep our patients safe, how to keep ourselves safe, how to keep our staff safe, uh, how to clean up our act in our offices, keep people distanced, um, do all this telehealth. Uh, it's just been amazingly um, different 
challenging. It's fun in some ways to meet that challenge and to still take care of our patients. Uh, so that's, you know, that, I think everybody understands that's been a, a huge change from what we've been used to for many years. So what are some of the things you've done in your office as you've, you know, you went from seeing a lot of patients to seeing very few uh, to using a lot of telehealth visits, and now you've integrated patients back into your office. What, what looks different kind of in your office today, uh, or what changes would a patient notice on how you're you know, taking care of patients in the office when you're seeing them face-to-face? Yeah. Well, we all have to be very careful of our uh, our sanit- sanitary conditions and so forth. Everybody's wearing masks, of course. We're screening people at the front door. We're screening people on the phones a lot more. I'm sure everybody is. We're really not set up. We, we need to be prepared if someone's coming in with any COVID-like features, uh, symptoms, uh, have to be prepared with our PPE and so forth if we're going to do that or send them to a place that's set up for that. Um, so a lot more phone stuff, a lot more uh, telemedicine, of course. We're keeping patients spaced out better. Our waiting room has changed. We have just a few chairs and six feet apart sort of things. Um, everybody's, uh, we, we don't have the plexiglass up exactly, but we've made some changes there to try to keep our front staff, uh, you know, safer as well. Uh, more cleaning. Everybody's running around with uh, Clorox wipes all the time. Uh, and there's hand sanitizer everywhere. So I think that's probably what most everybody is doing, trying to make, to show that we're, well, to be safe and make it obvious that we're trying to be safe and keep them, our patients and ourselves, uh, protected. Those are some of the things. So you've kind of had a dual role this year because not only are you, uh, you know, practicing and taking care of patients and leading your practice through this change, you're also uh, leading the academy, and uh, what's it like been leading a, to lead a medical association uh, during this time? Well, I guess we've had those unprecedented challenges as well. It's changed a lot of things there. You know, the academy has been used to having a lot of meetings, and we have CME, and, and we run around trying to meet with legislators and health systems and so forth, and we've had to really change how we do all that that sort of thing. Um, we, of course, wanted to always keep our focus on the needs of our members, and the needs of our members changed greatly during this time. So we've had to pivot toward, uh, you know, some of these things to help our members uh, deal with this, uh, if we, as best we can, deal with these changes, figure out, help them figure out telehealth, help them figure out, uh, you know, all sorts of information that they need to know about how to manage this. Uh, so we've pivoted in that direction. So Academy has changed a lot. We've, our focus, I think, is, you know, our core, our core values of trying to make the lives of family physicians better, trying to promote with our patients, with our health systems, with our legislators, trying to promote the value of family medicine. That's still there, but it's, uh, it's, a, it's different in how we have to do it now, of course. It's remote. I mean, it's virtual and uh, in different ways. So that's sort of a general thought about that. Do you think we've been able to uh, react and, and, and help our members in an effective manner, uh, you know, as we've uh, made these changes? And, and 
uh, and move forward. I hope so. We certainly put some effort in, a lot of effort into it. And uh, the Academy has um, really tried to uh, make a lot of information available. I, I think we used to send out um, these sort of notes, these informational newsletters about every two weeks, I think, or so. And during some of the some of the rapid change, we were sending out three and four a week information just to try to update our our members on what's going on. What's the latest issue here? What? How can we deal with these things? We did a lot of communicating through that way. So I think that I'm I'm quite sure that was helpful. We did a series of webinars and very good attendance on many of them, and that was called I think the name of Navigating COVID-19. I think we did ten different webinars in combination with uh, AHEC and PEDS and Psych and CCNC. I believe that all of us. Uh, contributed to those webinars to, where people could uh, tune in and just and hear what others were doing, how they were managing uh, their offices, what sort of regulations were changing. Uh, Medicaid had a great number of changes very rapidly, and they were very wonderful in making those changes. We tried to communicate them uh, with the Medicaid leaders and, and other leaders, CCNC and so forth, uh, PEDS leaders. So, um, that was a huge part of what we were doing with the academy and have continued to do and we've had a we've done a lot with uh trying to get financial supports this is a this is a huge hit to especially our small independent practices but to really to all of us uh our our incomes everybody's uh revenue is way down uh it's coming back up now for most people but we've tried to advocate strongly for, especially again, especially our independent folks, but everybody, in financial support for our practices. We uh, worked a lot with our government payers, with our uh, uh, private payers as well. A lot of discussion with Blue Cross and so forth, and other payers, trying to uh, get telehealth paid for, which which was done. Some of that was our advocacy efforts, we think. Some of it they recognized, of course, from the start, such an important part to to pay for telehealth when we had nothing else going on and our patients needed our care. So we did, we, there was a lot of efforts around both uh, communication and information as well as uh, advocacy for financial um, wholeness to our practices. And there's more we might say about that later too. So, uh, so in, uh, you're a little over halfway through your year as uh, president of the NCAFP now. You know, what do you think are the most important things that uh, have been accomplished you know, thus far this year? Well, I think uh, pretty much what I was just talking, well, for the most part, what we were just talking about, the communication efforts I think we accomplished pretty well and continue to accomplish. Maybe the financial things. Let me mention a few more things that we accomplished there that might be uh, what you what you mean there. Um, we have uh, we were able to advocate for uh, increase in Medicaid rates, five percent increase there, which is I think very big for lots of practices. Um, Medicaid also was able to double the PMPM uh, for our medical home patients. I think that was huge as well, or very, you know, a very nice improvement. And um, the telehealth things I mentioned before, getting those covered was 
was a big accomplishment. A lot of discussion there with uh, Blue Cross, with other payers, with Medicaid. Uh, very nice interaction uh, to try to have help them understand the needs of our members when it came to uh, telehealth. It was such a crucial part of things right then. And uh, I guess most recently, there's a we had uh, an accomplishment, I think, with working with Blue Cross. Blue Cross has come out with a, a new program just recently. Uh, I think they call it Accelerate to Value. And it's a very innovative program for independent family docs or other, and other primary care docs to sort of make them whole uh, for uh, paying the same um, total amount as they got in 2019 for those patients. And with the uh, agreement that they will that those practices will enter into this quality payment program and and perhaps enter into a sort of a capitated program later down the line. It's a little bit complicated than that, but anyway, some payment issues there with uh, Medicaid, with Blue Cross Blue Shield, and other insurers. Th those are some of our bigger. Another accomplishment is uh, going virtual with our CME in the spring. That was a big deal, just remember that. Uh, we went, we pivoted very quickly there. We had a big CME program planned for Charlotte in April and right when things shut down, we changed it to virtual and it was very successful. I think we had about 200 people attend that. So that was, that was an accomplishment too. Those are a couple of things. Yeah, that's great, Dr. Reinhardt, and I appreciate you taking some time to talk with us today and share your perspective about both leading the academy and, and serving your patients as a family physician uh, during this crisis. That's once again, it's been Dr. David A. Reinhardt, a family physician in Belmont and president of the North Carolina Academy of Family Physicians. Thanks for joining us for this edition of NCFM Today, and stay on the lookout for next month's edition coming to you in August. Thank you and good day. <laughs>